Okay, so... Hi. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Well, I I was going into a different direction. Oh, proceed. So, okay. Now that I have successfully spilt coffee all over the fucking place and onto the floor, I got um, coffee all over my mouse, and then on the floor, and then on my mouse pad, and then under the keypad, and all over my desk. Beautiful. It was a good way to start the thing. But, yeah. You saw it. Yeah, I did. I spent a solid probably five minutes just monologuing what was happening. Um, I'm really sad that we weren't recording for that, actually, because it was pretty good. I was just trying no. to figure out how to combine the word mouse and uh, moist, because I think you said, oh, no, I got my mouse wet. And I was like, moist mouse. And then just meowsed for the next, like, five minutes. It was great. You're so fucking rude. No, I'm hilarious. I, I got coffee all over my computer, all over my mouse, and then, yeah. Well, here we are. Okay. Well, anyways... As I've been walking around my apartment doing absolutely but fucking nothing. Jelly. Um, you don't. It's actually <laughs> kind of, eh, especially when you have no furniture. I'm okay, going yeah, shopping. Fair. I'm gonna I'm about to drop a, like a grand at Ikea tomorrow. I'm Ooh. so fucking excited. I want pictures um, of everything. I will send you all of the pictures. But anyways, I, I got to thinking. I got to mm-hmm. thinking because you know that I really like, like, I like the listeners. I appreciate the listeners. Oh, the yeah. listeners are why we're here, right? Correct. So I was like... I think we need to do something for the listeners. And I was like, what what can we do? Like what is what is like what is something we can treat them with? And then I realized that I never told the useless lesbian part one story. <gasps> You're right, you didn't. I never I never yeah, I didn't. I never told it. Because I remember like the the incident came up where it was like the part two, mm-hmm. so I told that with the pizza the pizza wife lady. Pizza wife, yeah. And then and then I got to that that the useless lesbian story popped in my head and I got like super embarrassed because of, uh, um it was bad. So let's let's tell it. Let's oh, recount please, it. Please. Because you don't you don't even know it, I right? I don't. I am prepared. <sighs> I wanna know. Okay. Okay. So I don't remember what year this was. I think it was like 2018, 2019, something okay. like that. It was, it was several years ago. It was it was probably sometime, definitely after I was 21. So like okay. maybe 22 years old. I'm 26 now. So do okay. the math, like four years ago. So yeah, um, it was it was that, that weird time period of I was trying to figure out like, am I a lesbian? And then this was one of those things that it was like, yeah, dumbass. <laughs> so here we are. So Tell me. I ended up ended up going to Florida pre, pre-COVID. So obviously this was four years ago. Mm-hmm. And um. I ended up going to Florida with my father okay. and then his soon-to-be wife that we, we actually went to Florida so he could propose to her mm-hmm. and her two kids. So all five of us, we go down to Florida and I don't, I don't even remember where we went. I hope I remember the shirt. I'm going to tell you the shirt that I bought though when I was down there. Um, but w- one of the things was is that the three of us, three kids that went, we got to pick one thing that we wanted to do and we got to do it, whether it would just be like a solo thing or like mm-hmm. a group thing. Like we all got to reasonably pick what, you know, we wanted to do. Nice. So the one thing, yeah, it was pretty cool. So the one thing that I wanted to do was I wanted to go jet skiing on the ocean. Ooh. I fucking love jet skiing. Okay. And I was like, on the ocean? Absolutely. Let's, I want to, like, okay. I don't give a fuck what we do. I want to go jet skiing on the ocean so what i was like okay we'll 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 see what we can do so we yeah. get on this we get on this beach and there's jet skis there's like there's like 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 a little like tourist trap of like come rent our jet skis and pay a hundred dollars for 30 minutes right for sure yeah so so i i start like my, i'm like dad 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 it's right there yeah found- yeah like we're we're on the same beach we gotta go so he he takes me over there and he's talking to the guy and then like i do like the whole like 
uh, boat certification thing, mm-hmm. and he looks at it, he goes, oh, yeah, you passed. And then I was like, you didn't even look at it. He goes, shut up, kid. <laughs> shut up. I was like, You're going to drive the thing. Like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. Shit. I was like, don't, don't, I'm not, I don't ever let me be the driver of a bank robbery. I will be like, no, that's illegal. We can't do this. Um, that's the whole so point. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's the whole thing. So I go, I, I pass the test. Uh-huh. And the guy goes, all right, so you're going to go out. You're going to walk out here. And they have, like, buoys blocking off and a bunch of, like, jet skis. And they're like, all right, you're going to go walk down that lane out mm-hmm. into the ocean. And there's going to be someone there to board you, like, get you on the jet ski and tell you the rules and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. So I walk out to the ocean. Yeah. And there's, yep. And there is this beautiful, beautiful woman, same age as me, probably, um, beautifully tan skin very nice body uh-huh. respectfully looking okay she went she obviously went to the gym yeah very nice very nice bikini and um absolutely gorgeous natural beauty kind of woman and i went full fucking dumb just yep. just just beautiful out, gone yep. useless lesbian and here's here's the whole air like, and it got worse and it was so fucking bad it was it was so bad so it was yeah. so bad so i hop up on this jet ski Mm-hmm. And I can I can barely even make eye contact with this girl because I'm like, oh my fucking god, she's so pretty. What the fuck? And so she's like, okay, here are the rules of the jet ski. So I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to pay attention, right? So she's like, you can't you can't go. You see that house over there? You can't go past that mansion house over there. And she's like, you see the Barbie doll house over there? You can't go past the Barbie doll house over there. It was like bubblegum pink fucking cool. house. I'm like, okay, that's very accurate description. Barbie Barbie yeah. doll house. Right. So she's like, and she's like. And then as far out as you want to go, like, as long if you can see us, like, that's as far as you go, but don't go past those two houses. I was like, okay, I can do that. She's like, all right, you have 30 minutes. Now, this is where the shit hit the fucking fan. This is where I completely idiot, idiot. So she goes, you have 30 minutes on the jet ski. She goes, there's a watch taped on the right handle. Grab it and look at it. Yeah, right. Okay. So I grab it. I pull it up. Yeah. And she goes, you see the time on it, right? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, tell me what time it's going to be in 30 minutes. Now, there were two things wrong with this ahead of time that completely fucked me up. That had absolutely nothing to do with fucking nothing. One, the time was in military time. Uh So it said like 1346 or something on it. Yeah. What did that have to do with anything? Nothing. I could have just added 30 minutes to that, but I fucking couldn't because it was in military time. (laughs) The second thing that was wrong with it that was fucking me up is the time was wrong. What does that have to do with anything? Absolutely fucking nothing. Oh, my God. But I couldn't add 30 minutes to this motherfucker because she was so gorgeous standing next to me. And the fucking clock was so wrong, and in military time, I couldn't add 30 minutes to it. And I'm dying, Zoe. I'm fucking dying. I'm like, I, I swear to fucking God. So when I get uncomfortable, I start cracking jokes at my own oh expense. My so as I'm sitting there staring at it, looking like a fucking dumbass, I go, listen, look. Uh-huh. I was like, I came on this trip not expecting to do math. I don't uh-huh. know why I can't do this right now. So she starts laughing, right? She's like, okay. So I'm staring at it, and I'm like, I swear to God. I'm like, I'm not dumb. I have taken calculus three and differential equations. Like, I promise you. I said, I don't know why I can't add 30 minutes to this. So she starts laughing. She's losing it because I'm, like, like yelling at this clock, like, 30 minutes? What the fuck is wrong with you, Zoe? I've seen you I when would... you get upset. I can only imagine. Oh, 
I was I was fucking dying. I fu- I had to whip out my fingers. I had to fucking oh, count with my fingers because it was not only like add 30 minutes. It was like 1346, but I had to go to 14 fifth like 16? I don't yeah. know. Yep. So So yeah, so finally <laughs> I was like I was fucking done. So fi- I just I was like 14 16 i was like that's that's in 30 minutes and she's like yep you finally got it i was like can i just go can i go please i need to go so she's like yeah you're good to go i was like okay good great and then she's like don't don't only like idle up to this point and then once you get up to that point you can take off i was like great as soon as i fucking hit that point i took off and then i spent the first 15 minutes of that jet ski yep just you f- you're an idiot you're an absolute idiot what is wrong with you what is you're like useless absolutely useless <sighs> bless your poor little heart oh my oh goodness. we're not done oh we're not it gets done. worse no oh, oh okay. we're not done right. so so i spent like so 15 minutes i'm like humiliated like i'm just like yeah. ready to just just face plant into the water full speed just yeah. t- just fucking end me and then the next fi- then the last 15 i was like no this is fucking great like this is awesome like you know you feel in the wind you feel in the breeze uh-huh. so i'm like this is cool so i i was so as the it got finished and i went in i was like please don't be there please don't be there and she wasn't there i was like thank god i couldn't handle round two of this shit show mm-hmm. so i walked back to where my family was like laying out on the on the beach right and as i walk up I kind of, I, my dad was, like, asking me about it because he was watching me the whole time. Yeah. So I tell him, he, like, asked me kind of a couple questions. And I was like, yeah, like, um, well, he asked me, he's like, how do they know you're out there for 30 minutes? I was like, yeah, it's kind of like an honor system. But, like, there was a clock on there. I was like, yeah. And she, like, had me add, like, 30 minutes to it. And I couldn't. And it was, like, this whole thing. And he went, yeah, I saw you just sitting there. And you, and she was laughing. And I was like, Oh, oh my fucking God. My dad just saw the whole fucking thing. <laughs> oh, my God. And he was like, I was wondering what you were making her laugh about. And I was like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. And so, like, I didn't even, like, tell him the whole thing. I was like, uh-huh. yeah, like, the clock was wrong. So it was, like, just this really, like, weird thing. And, like, I couldn't really add 30 minutes to it. And I just, I'm just, and I was like, uh, hey, hey, step siblings, you, can you fucking bury me in the sand right now? And then they buried me in the sand. Okay, it was great. Yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, bless So my you. dad, yep, my dad was part of that additional useless lesbian story, and I fucking yep. hated it so much, because he was like, yeah, I saw you making her laugh, and like, what were you doing? And I'm like, mm, nothing. <laughs> Don't worry about it, man. <laughs> I'm hilarious, dad. Leave me alone. I'm just, oh, you know, you. I'm just, you know, working with the ladies over here, being That's a real all. fucking, I'm working with the, char- oh my god, fucking, whoo. I'm secondhand embarrassing myself right now. I need to just... So there's that. That's yep. Yep. Well, that's I mean, that, that. at least at least she made her laugh instead of like awkward eye contact while she tries to like assess how smart you are because you can't add. Yeah, so could have been way it's, worse. Yeah, it could have been. I I, I could have legitimately looked like a weirdo to her, but I crack jokes when it's getting yeah. awkward. That's yeah. just all you do, apparently. Ha 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 ha. Anyways, well, I'm glad I know that story now, and it's gonna be okay gonna be all is right it? yeah i think be all right. that one's just gonna haunt me for my for the rest of my life but here we are Probably. um anyways you know what it's also gonna haunt me for the rest of my life what spooky stories Ooh. Ooh. okay great quarter 
Yeah. Quarter. This is what we do. This is what we yeah, do. Yeah, this okay. is quarter time. I mean, we've only done this 35 fucking times, and I still can't remember what to do. <laughs> That's okay, me either. It's fine. Okay. What, what do you want? Um, I would like heads. I just realized in this yes. moment that I am left-handed. Yes. And I cannot flip a coin with my left hand. Oh. Isn't that weird? Well, that, that's an like, interesting fact. Yeah, I just put it in my left hand. I was like, I can't do this. What the hell? And I put it in my huh. right. I was like, eh, should I try huh. with my left? Yes. Oh, shit. I just dropped it. Ah! I mean, don't drop it, but you should be I able mean, to try to flip it, right? Let me try. Let's see I'm what gonna, happens. Hopefully it doesn't still... yeet across the room and hit your cat. We'll see. Oh, uh, uh, he's. I don't know where he is. I was going to say knock over my coffee somehow. Why have I never flipped a coin with my left hand? Oh, God. You did oh, it. I on tails. I laid it on tails. Oh, thank you. You did it. I did do it. Okay. You did. Well, you first then. I go first. Yes. Okay, so this is another auto special. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So this is going to be ah, part two of Gettysburg. I dropped a quarter. It is four quarter officially. And he also requested the Pangan, Ho- Pangan War Museum. Pangam. Yeah, which is in Malaysia. Oh. Yeah. So he requested the war museum, and it kind of turned out to be like a, like a whole thing. We'll, we'll, we'll get there in, in just a second. So, But if you like what we do before we get started, you could definitely support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash haunther. I barely know her. You can join our investigator tier or our medium tier. With our medium tier, you get a sticker and access to bonus content. Bonus oh, no shows. way. A sticker? Yeah, and a sticker. We'll send you a sticker. The sticker's pretty cool. We They're pretty nice stickers. stickers, actually. So, yeah. Here we go. Woo. Bang him. So, so Otto had requested the, I hope I'm saying this right. I also hope you're saying it right. Pang, Pangan, Pangan, Pangan War Museum. Okay. So he requested this, but however, it kind of turned out to be one of those things where it's like, it was said it was one of the most haunted places just because they needed tourism. Mm-hmm. Oh. So oh, I man. ended up, yeah, so it ended up being that, and I realized that about three hours before the show started, so I was like, I can't change the topic now. So what I ended up doing, instead of doing the Pengen War Museum, I ended up doing four haunted, creepy locations in Pengen, Pengen, okay. Malaysia. Yeah. Okay, dude, every, every time you say... Pangan? Is that what you're saying? Pangan. P-E-N-A-N-G. I I don't know. But that, that, every time you say it, it makes me think of Benedict Cumberbatch when he says penguin. Penguins? Penguin. 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 And they left it in the documentary. That's all I can think about. Penang War Museum is where we're going to first start. So I'm going to cover four places. As I said, four four creepy places. They're just creepy. They're also a lot of abandoned bullshit. And I, and I think something that I discovered is like whenever you try to do an international location mm-hmm. and you want to get stories, it's really hard to do it just because I feel like being on U.S. Google servers mm-hmm. versus being in like, say, like an Asian Google server, you're going to get fair. different results, right? That makes so, sense to me. I feel like if I wanted to get some local stories, that wasn't going to happen just because that's the, the yeah. search engines curtailing to someone doing the research in the U.S. They're probably just doing more like things. Yeah, just doing more touristy stuff. So we're going to start with the Pangan War Museum. So the War Museum is actually an old base that was built around the 1930s on an island called Pangan Island. Okay. Just off of the mainland of Malaysia. So, like, if you could imagine, like, like Malaysia, right? And you have yeah. states, states of Malaysia. And okay. then Pangan is 
a state of Malaysia. So like okay. they also okay. so the state is mainland and also includes a little island. So it's just so we're gonna kind of go back and forth between like the island that is still a part of the state. So that makes sense. So we're gonna start with the museum because I'm gonna go through the history of World War Two. And how Japan affected the whole area. And then the other locations also have to do with Japan invading the area. So we're just going to start with the War Museum. Nice. So as I said, the War Museum is actually an old base that was built in the 1930s on an island called Pangan Island, blah, blah, blah. The base was called Batu Moeng Fort. I butchered that. I totally apologize. It's all good. But but the... uh, they, it was also built in like a subsection of the island, so it was just kind of like a little city on the island. It's like this whole, like a, it's like, like a whole a, thing. Like a, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing that we're not gonna. I don't. I don't really know how like states and yeah. cities and counties work in other in other parts of the world. So here That's we are. Fair. So the Royal Engineers or the British, as we're gonna call them, built the fort atop of this uh, this hill in the area that had you know like a good good facing side of the ocean right that makes sense okay so they also wanted they built that to defend the island Mm -hmm. from water invasions plus also defend the royal air force base that was across the channel so like they're on an island so across the channel on the mainland uh helped defend that royal air force base called butterworth beautiful beautiful name (laughs) I'm sold. As a southerner, that is the only naming system that I ever want to use in the future. Butterless, okay. Butterworth, Buttermore. <laughs> Butterworth, I, I barely know her. <laughs> Buttersome. <laughs> okay. Butter biscuits. That's okay. the best one. I, wa- I wanted to make sure that I included that in there because I knew you'd get a kick out of that. So You're correct. Plus, the British shipping routes went through that straight, like went between the island and Malaysia. So like... okay. It was, it was an, again, another another whole thing. Mm-hmm. The fort was built on top of about 20 acres of land, and it had a 320-degree view of the sea. It was complete with anti-aircraft guns in their corresponding pits, mm-hmm. cannon-firing bays, sleeping quarters, a cookhouse, uh, a lockup, an infirmary, and pillboxes, which are concrete dug-in post things. I had to Google it. I don't know I've played Call were. of Duty. I know what those are. I play Call of Duty. I don't even know what they are. Really? Well, I, once I once I Googled it and saw a picture, I was like, I know what that is. Okay, fair. I know what that is. And then a command center. And a lot of these buildings, some of these buildings were connected via tunnel, especially the ammunition ones, that for obvious sense. reason. If they got bombarded, all the ammunition would explode. So let's not do that. Correct. Here we are. So by 1936, Pangan Island, the more I say, more the more I say it, the more I feel like it's not a word and it's freaking me out. Yeah. Because I've never... I've never in my life. So Pangan Island was declared a fortress and under British command with British Malay and Sheikh soldiers. So okay. they also had some, some Indian soldiers in the area. So they they theorized, they strategized, they suggested that the Japanese would attack by sea. However, the Japanese managed to invade by land by pressuring the Thai government to let them pass through to Malaysia. Oh, wow. Oops. Okay. So the Allied troops were forced to retreat further south while the Japanese army overtook the island without a single shot being fired. However, on the way out, the British trashed the whole base and then they were just like, deuces, we're out. Have fun with this. And then they left. Well, okay. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. They like blew up their own like anti-aircraft guns 
Well, I mean, if you're leaving it behind, it's rather to it's better to leave it in pieces. So like I get it, but also yeah, like, yowzers like what? Yeah, what yeah, a was ballsy like... thing to do. <laughs> yeah, I thought. Wow. I mean, it's pretty. Yeah, it's, don't use your own shit against you. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. So the Japanese controlled the island and used the fort as a prison, 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 and interrogation center place. Okay. As you, I'm, I'm sure you can imagine what's yeah. about to go on here. The worst so. Kind of place. Lo- Ugh. So local Chinese inhabitants were afraid of being targeted and were often taken for interrogation. There is an old guillotine stand that was installed by the Japanese. Ugh. And there is a room in one of the buildings that is riddled with bullet holes. Ugh. That's not fun. No one's having a good time here. The island remained under the control of the Japanese until the end of World War II in 1945. The Japanese left the fort where it was reclaimed by the jungles for the next 50 years. Oh, damn. That'd be a really, like, crazy place to visit, like, all covered in jungle. Some of the... As as I'm going to explain in, like, some of the next uh, buildings, Mm -hmm. there are a lot of buildings that got abandoned because of World War II Mm -hmm. and were never reclaimed and have been, like, completely grown over, but they're still there. it's It's pretty cool. Some of these buildings are really cool looking. They're all dilapidated. I'm so proud. I know. I actually wrote that in my notes because I was like, ooh, we're going to learn a new word today. All right. So a gentleman by the name of Johari Shafi took over the old fort and restored it to its former glory in the late 1990s. Not 1900s, 1990s. Uh, Much of the fort survived the test of times, except for the brass doors and windows because people stole them. Of course they did because brass is expensive. Yeah. It's one of those things. So, by 2002, the museum was open, and it's the largest museum in Southeast Asia. Um, I ended up watching this other this other woman by the name of Amy, and she mm-hmm. has like a blog called Amy's Crypt, and nice. she actually she it's actually pretty cool. She actually travels the world and goes to a lot of these places, and she like makes yeah she has like a blog, and then she has a vlog on YouTube that you can find. Nice. And she actually went through the entirety of the whole war museum, and it's massive. It's actually pretty damn big. Like they walked around yeah. and like crawled through tunnels, and it was it was really cool. I was so on board check. until you said crawl through tunnels. Well, like not crawl, okay. but like okay. they're only four feet tall. Who the fuck is four feet tall? Nobody. <laughs> what? Huh? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um. So, anyways, anyways. Uh, so you you could. Yeah, check out some of her videos because like a lot of some of the information I got on here was actually from hers nice. from her stuff. So you can check out Amy's crypt and some of her stuff. She actually went through like a tour of Malaysia and she saw a bunch of other places that were pretty neat that I'm gonna cover also later. So it features displays of history of the fort and Malaysia during World War Two and throughout the buildings and the and the tunnel. So like they'll hang up artifacts and um, other stuff throughout the tunnels and like boots and yeah. like the different ammunitions and uh trajectories that they use the projectiles there we go that they used and a bunch of other stuff so you can like go out through the whole thing and you're constantly seeing stuff pictures uh it focuses on the people who lived and died within the fort uh which each building was used for the strategies by the british and the japanese Mm -hmm. used during that time objects like ammunition torture devices photographs and the cannons are all on display for visitors to see it is also a paintball arena that is probably the coolest thing that I think I've ever heard. It's like, kind of weird. Yeah, no, no, definitely, no. It's, definitely it's, weird. But kind of weird. Cool. It's weird. Like I think it would just be it would it would be really interesting and really fun because I I think paintball is a great thing to do. But <sighs> like 
running through like the jungle surrounding you. There's like crazy sounds. Like, mm. okay, yeah, I think I spooked myself. Maybe not so good. Did you? Maybe a Did little. You? Okay, well, it's it's actually yeah, like it's very jungly there, yeah. right? So and while you can go and visit and walk around, you're just hearing like people screaming, playing paintball and. Yowzers. It's pretty cool. So, like, you can you can also go there and do that. So, it is now known as Ghost Hill because of the amount of paranormal sightings that be, that can be seen in this place even before it was restored by the museum. So, like, oh. a bunch of people after, you know, it was left abandoned, right? It was, the, the fort is built up on a hill, but a bunch of people wouldn't even just go up there. Anytime they would come near it, go around it, they would just get an eerie feeling and it, a lot of the locals wouldn't go up near it, right? That's fair, yeah. So, this is this is where it kind of gets like that weird like, is it actually haunted or did they mm-hmm. just pull a publicity stunt kind of thing? So the National Geographic went there mm-hmm. and did a documentary called "I Wouldn't Go In There," and they filmed the grounds of the the War Museum and deemed it one of the most top ten haunted places in Asia, but gave zero stories of any hauntings. They do that a lot. Yep, it was a clickbait. It I'm was upset. super. It's super clickbaity, and it made me really upset because it was like, "All right, it's haunted. Let's fucking find some stories." And I found one, so that's why I had. I'm gonna do so like a couple other places to make it a little bit more interesting and not just flat and dead. So, the most famous ghost of the museum is the old Japanese executioner Tadashi Suzuki. Okay. Yes. So, whenever the National Geographic went in to do their documentary, documentary, haha. The they found out that Tadashi was never even at the fort. So oh yowzers. Okay. So Whoops. who who so who what big what do who so there's apparently a apparition that was seen in the tunnels mm-hmm. by kind of like the, a custodian person working at the museum, and it they described it as it was supposed to be the Japanese executioner. Yeah, but. He was never, never there. So I don't, I don't yeah. know where this discrepancy is coming from. However, a a fun fact to note that even though Tadashi Suzuki wasn't there at the fort causing these executions, there was another massacre that occurred on the island called Suk Ching or to cleanse in Ooh, English. No. Oh no! So the Japanese military police would actually uh, chop off the heads of. Chinese civilians and hang their heads in the marketplace. Yep. Uh, there, there are mass graves around the island, so the whole island in and of itself is pretty haunted. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, as I said, the the um, night patrol security guard person saw the supposed Japanese executioner, but this ex- executioner also might have been a part of this Suk Ching, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe... Maybe, maybe once came by. I don't know. We don't know. However, where the apparition was saw seen was in the four foot tall concrete tunnel, where it's where it's completely dark. So that person was walking through the tunnel and came up upon this apparition in a four foot tall, cramped, probably not even a two foot wide concrete tunnel. That is almost as scary to me as like seeing a monster in the water when you're like chest deep in the water like that's almost as scary to me because you're not gonna be able to get away from there quickly hell no so it was it was really rough and then additionally in an old storing building the japanese used it as a a mortuary Mm. i guess a place to store bodies uh 
So while workers were there trying to restore the fort into a museum, they saw many shadowy figures around the area and even some proclaimed to have seen demons. Ah, those Ooh. could be one and the same, my friends. It could be. You're absolutely right. Ooh. So that is the Panging War Museum. Okay. I'm not saying that right, but here it's we go. It's, so you're doing great. So we're gonna we're gonna move past that. So another another kind of creepy place on the on the island that it's kind of like a, a staple for anybody who goes there to look at haunted places is called Crag Hotel. Okay. It's on the island and it's up on the hill. So like the island's got a like a little mountainous part of it. So the so the like a, like a crag? Like a little craggy spot? Sure. Okay. Sure. Let's go okay. with that, Dick. <laughs> um so, so a bunch of really nice buildings were built up there, but then when World War II came, it was kind of abandoned. Mm-hmm. So in, in the beginning, the house was built for a worker in the East India Trading Company. Okay. And it was built in 1880, 1880s. I'm not quite sure of the actual date. Then it was sold to an Armenian hotel chain mm-hmm. that renovated the building and then opened it as a public hotel. It operated as this hotel until World War II, and then it sat abandoned. Okay. After the war, it was converted into a school and then closed again in 1977. Weirdly enough, weirdly enough, the BBC television station channel mm-hmm. people claimed this building and kind of remodeled it a little bit to film their Indian Summers television show. No. Oh. But even they left the place abandoned and also left a lot of filming equipment there. Was it just too expensive to like ship the filming equipment out? I actually you're probably right which is pretty gross i hate that yep so you can you can go to this place it's completely abandoned now like it's just no one lives there and apparently it's just really creepy uh a lot of locals say that there are strange noises coming from it and it's also really hard to get to because of a lot of strange straight stray dogs stray dogs oh no yeah so so it's really it's really weird a creepy place but it's a staple to go visit if you are a paranormal person. Okay. So there is that. Well, let's start our uh, Malaysia tour soon. Yeah. To... 20, 2020, <laughs> wait, 2022. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Malaysia. There's there's some haunted places there. There was more on the list that were just outside of Pangham. So Ooh. maybe Ooh. we go see. This next one, this next one is pretty fire. I'm not going to lie. All right. Tell me. Tell me all about it's, it. It's called Byram Estate mm-hmm. or... or 99 door mansion i got 99 problems and having enough doors is not <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't sure how that one was gonna go that was great thank you Thanks. I made You're my welcome. Day. okay so this this uh mansion is actually located on the mainland but it's still in pang pangham mm-hmm. pangan i don't yeah i need someone i need i need help is what i need okay so the huge manor was built in the late 1880s in the late 1800s by the Ramsden family. Okay. The family became very well off because of the rubber tree farm that they owned, and the business took off so well that it allowed them to build this mansion. Now, as the nickname suggests, the mansion does, in fact, have exactly 99 doors. I hate it. Why Don't not you just love it? one more for 100? No, because fuck you, that's why. Apparently. Then you could call <laughs> it, like, the century home. I hate it. Oh, that would have been so much better. I'm disappointed. That's so much better. Mm, Okay. All right. But I mean, I think 99 Doors is still more on the nose. All right. So the family did well for many generations until 1948 
where the grandson John was murdered on the front steps of the mansion. Oh, that was that took a turn. I wasn't expecting that. He has <laughs> he has a lot of problems, and none yep. of his doors can help. Nope. That's so so sad. Uh, he got two bullets to the back of the head, and his murderer was never found. Jeez. The mansion became abandoned shortly thereafter, and no one actually knows why. Oh, I hate that. The whole family just went MIA, and no one no one knows why. Uh, they don't know if they left after the grandson was killed. Uh, some locals say that the Japanese took over the place completely, mm. or that the entire Ramsden family was murdered, or what the happened? Japanese... Or the Japanese actually came in and murdered the family? No one knows. But the, the Japanese came in and took it over for a little bit and then obviously left. So it was just, it was, that was a thing. So the, after that, the property set, sat completely abandoned until, until a local witch doctor, no. Bomo, took over the mansion and to do all sorts of rituals. People, uh, yeah. I mean, isn't that how that, how yeah. that goes? He's 99 doors to other realms now. <laughs> that's where we're at we'll get there Ooh. we'll get there we'll we'll i'll make it a thousand for you or a hundred for you in just a second oh. so pe- people who seek out this witch doctor would ask him for evil witch rules evil rituals or contact the dead mm. or to place curses on other people okay. so he was yeah he was definitely a black magic uh kind of connoisseur lovely of, of the of the witches uh inhuman growls screams of the tortured and ritual drums are all heard coming from the mansion at night awesome. whether whether it was the time that bomo was there or not awesome it still it still goes on awesome 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 that's what i wanted to hear <laughs> there are records of people also being possessed here ew from what from whatever leftover bs was left behind by the witch doctor Spirits are seen in the mansion, and they are reported to look black, soulless, and cursed. They just look, you know, not not of this world. That's not, what we call a demon. That's what we call a demon. Even though the witch doctor no longer lives here, locals will not venture here past 6 p.m. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. So are you ready for the 100th door? Yes. Tell me okay. about it. Rumor has it that every night at 12 a.m., the 100th door appears... And it opens up for all the evil creatures Bomo summoned to come back to the mortal plane of existence and wreak their habits. Havocs. Okay, so the sentry door is the demon door. Okay, I, d- I don't... Okay. That, I hate it. That make it. Does that make it better for you? No, I'm disappointed, actually. Why? Because I wanted door 100 to be something great, not like something really bad. No! But here we are. We're, we're on a haunted, spooky story show. Things can't be great here. <laughs> I mean, you're right. You're very I mean, correct. come on now. Yeah, you're come on now. So, so a Malaysian reality TV show called Seekers, mm. and it's, that's that's all like an acronym. It's like S-E-E-K-E-R-S. It stands for something, and okay. they just, it just miraculously spells Seekers. Uh, visited the mansion, and one of the members swears that he was partially possessed by Bomo. Oh. Oh, yeah. he's still chilling. That's cool. Yep. So, other investigators have also reported feeling an overwhelmingly evil sensation, feeling, yep, feeling that evil, yeah, and then they usually flee the area. Okay, all right, that, I don't like that. Yep, so people who visit the area see spirits, possessions, scratches, and hear phantom footsteps. No. Booty-doo. No. Okay, Mm -mm. you ready for the last place? Yes. 
It's not as haunted. Ninety nine okay. mansions was was the most haunted. So okay. we're gonna we're gonna reel it in. Do we leave on a slightly happier note? Maybe okay. not. I'll, I'll take it. Uh she she chung branch school. She chung branch school. That's okay. a tongue twister there. So it's located on the island. The building was built long before World War II and is a small mansion-type-looking building in the center of a lot of surrounding buildings that are, like, skyline buildings. So, like, oh. it's just, like, like this little building surrounded by skyscraper-looking buildings. So it's kind of like an eyesore. And yeah. it's absolutely abandoned. And it's absolutely an eyesore. And it's absolutely coming down. So, oh. yeah, it was built in the late 1880s by a wealthy bus- businessman as his home. It nice. then became a Chinese consulate, a, I don't know what that is, a hotel, an all-girls school, an English school, and then finally the Shi Chung Branch School. Okay. It has since been abandoned, dilapidated, and covered in overgrown of Mother Nature trying to reclaim it since 1994. So eventually in 1994, it was closed down, and mm-hmm. then it was just left, and it is completely overgrown with nature. That's fair. That's fair. Like, I mean, when, once yeah. once you've been sitting for like a year, it's uh, it's just it's coming. It's gonna happen. Well, well, I was born in 1994, so like it's been sitting there for 27 years now. Yeah. It's going on 27 years. I'm turning 27. <laughs> Quarter life crisis. Here we go. All right. So, the Japanese again, World War II took over the school and repurposed it for an administration building. And uh, people were interrogated, tortured, and killed in this building, specifically in the basement. Awesome. Yeah, because you can't have a torture room in the attic where it's bright and airy. It has <laughs> to be in the basement every time. Ooh. <gasps> oh, okay. Never change. Never change. <laughs> it is believed those spirits and some of the remnants of the Japanese soldiers still haunt the building. Everyone who walks past the building experiences something psychological, like an overwhelming sadness or just extreme discomfort. Walk, no one walks past the building. Is that yes. what you said? Yeah, uh, walks past the building. Okay, that's worse affected. than ninety nine doors because there yeah. you you have to visit it. This place you just have to like walk by and go, oh hey, it's that house. Ugh. It's it just looks creepy just because it's just a small building sitting next to these skyscraper-ish looking buildings. And it's like it's got its own little concrete pad area and it's just on its own. And it's got six foot tall barriers that go around it, but you can just hop it and go on in kind of thing. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, people who have gone in have reported apparitions, voices, and experienced illness only within the building. But as soon as they leave, they are fine. That also just might be the mold. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that, because what if it's not the mold? What if it's, like, a spiritual mold, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, I like, like just gets gets in your spiritual sinuses. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, mm, I don't like it. Need a spiritual, like, uh, neti pot after that or something? That's exactly what I was thinking, and I'm so proud of you for, like, getting on that wavelength with me. Thank you. I was trying to okay, remember good. what it was called. The neti pot? Yeah. Actually, that's Kevin. Kevin taught me the neti pot thing. 10 out of 10, gross. Kevin. Thank you. It's, Never change. No. Okay. Mm. <laughs> so so that's uh, that's Pangan. There's some other places that are a little bit haunted, uh, like the State Museum that was there. There's apparently an island there that's pretty haunted. Um, had leprosy people and mm-hmm. um, TB people and it was a prison. So it's it also has a lot of mass bur- graves from mm-hmm. the uh, Sukching, uh, which is never fun. No, no. So there's so there's like uh, five there's four documented mass graves and there was actually one mass grave that was never documented because an apartment building was built on top of oh, it. Oh no! 
And as they were doing the excavations, so many bones were coming up. That's the plot of a movie from the 90s that I can't remember the name of. Excuse me? I can't remember. I'll I'll remember it and tell you about it. Someday. Wait, what are you talking? Wait, what are you? Um, a house there- being built on the top of a mass grave. Oh, I mean, no. I, I mean, we've we've already learned you can't do that. Well, like, oh no, no, for sure. But I mean, there's there's that was a plot of a movie that it like opened up a gateway to gateway to hell or something in the '90s, and I can't remember what it's called. I need you to find it so we can watch it. I will. It was okay. It was <laughs> okay. So that's so that's that's panging. I'm I. It's every time I say it, it's gonna get worse. So I'm that's, just gonna stop. You're doing saying great. It. You're doing Thank great. You. I feel like I've gotten like more flummy trying to say it too. I don't know what that's about. Okay. Anyways. Um, so this is, we're at mid-roll, so this is the part Ooh. of the episode where we give shout-outs to our Patreon members, but we do not have any Patreon members this week, and that's totally okay. However, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, or even on iTunes, it can yes. be both, you can leave us a review. Yes, please. But and only, if you are... Only if you like what we do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so we don't swear, it's not, it's not big, and it's not, it's not clever. Still funny. I'm gonna get... I'm, I'm gonna get a when i go shopping tomorrow yeah. i'm gonna get a pegboard oh hell that, yeah that, that you put the the letter the letter pegboards on and i'm yeah. gonna put don't swear it's not big and it's not clever that's probably I'm, good that's still that still I haunts that's, me that's i need us. to know what the fuck does that mean it's mm. not big and it's not clever and if you're on spotify please be sure to press that follow button and anywhere else you're listening to us um do the thing Yes, because if you like what we do, rate and review. And if you don't like what we do, stay in your corner <laughs> and your lane. <laughs> just, just, just leave. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. This we won't is hurt not, our feelings. I promise. This is not for everybody. It's okay. So, okay, it's your turn. <gasps> it is my turn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's how this happens. That's how this works. Ah, so this week, as everybody knows, last week we did Gettysburg Part One. So this is Gettysburg it. Part Two. Did you? Yeah, remember I was like, yeah, she's going to tell Gettysburg. And I was like, oh, I I ruined the surprise. And I was like, it's the name of the fucking episode. I was about to say, it's in the the title. It's fine. That also haunted me for for a solid couple of days. I was like, you idiot. It's in the title. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Your your worry was sweet. Okay. All right. So if you haven't listened to Gettysburg Part 1, pause this because it won't make any sense because you don't have any background. So we're just going to jump right into it. So the first place that I'm going to cover this week is the Gettysburg Hotel. And there's also like pretty pictures in my notes of each of the places too, which is Oh, really you nice. added you added pretty pictures? I did. It helps me like visualize looking at the place too, which is nice. So we're going to go over the history of the Gettysburg Hotel and then into the hauntings. So the history is it started its construction in 1797. So this is like a hella old building. Like... Very, very old. Very old. That's, Beautiful. Yeah, that's actually super fucking old. Jesus. Beautiful. It started as a small tavern in what is now Lincoln Square in Pennsylvania. A man named William McClellan, a former New York City County Sheriff, or excuse me, former York County Sheriff, bought the tavern and named it the Little Indian Queen, which I'm so sorry. That's just what it was named. Yeah, that's a little. Yeah, that was a little, ooh, not good. <laughs> a little not good. A little not good. In 1846, he actually changed the name again to the McKellen Brothers, McClellan Brothers, which is a, a more a better name. That's a better name. More That's better much name. Be- much more better name. Then in the 1890s, the property was sold again, 
and the new owner decided to replace the tavern with the Gettysburg Hotel. Okay. So by the early 1900s, the hotel sported hot and cold water baths, um, electronic lights, and steam heat. So it was like super fancy, really nice hotel. Yeah, I was about to say, like, because you said hot and cold baths, I was like, yeah. Like, no. duh, hot bath. And I was like, wait a minute, sorry. Back, we gotta <laughs> wait a minute, remember. 1900s. Wh- yeah, okay. <laughs> and like taps. So they had um, steam heated taps, which was really Ooh, crazy for the 1900s. That's, that's wild. Uh, Ooh, fancy. Living in the 20th century already. <gasps> oh, oh. Yes. Did I tell. Did I tell you that there's a, speaking of like fancy watering stuff, did I tell you that there's a, like a monitor on my hot water tank? Oh. Did no. I ever tell you that? Did no. I tell you? Maybe. Yeah. So, so apparently the new thing now with hot water tanks is uh-huh. there's like a little monitor on it that monitors when you like take a shower mm-hmm. or like AKA use more hot water. Yeah. So it'll remember when you use the most hot water Yeah. and it'll make the more hot water during that time period and then... Not in that time period. It'll only make 10 minutes of hot water. Oh, that's fancy. Look to, at that. To, to save you money. Isn't that fucking crazy? That makes a lot of sense. It's wild. Nice. Okay. That's kind of cool. Wanted to, I just wanted to, like, build off of the steam-powered hot water. Now we have, like, hot water monitored hot, hot water. water. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty nice, though. So then in 1955... It became an extension of the White House for President Eisenhower while he recovered from a heart attack in Gettysburg. Oh. Yeah. So oh. He, yeah. Ooh. So he and his wife were some of the last guests in the hotel before it closed. So while it was closed, in 1983, it was the site of a fire. There's not really a whole lot of information on that. Just there was a, a fire in the abandoned building. And then in 1991, it was remodeled and reopened and has continued to be open since. I was trying to make a joke about the fire and then I just, the hamster just stopped running. I got nothing. Okay. Sorry. I wa- no, you're fine. I wondered because I saw you freeze. I was like, you good? What's happening? Because I was, I was trying to come up with something and then I know you were looking at me and I was like, she's looking at me and then I, I got nothing. Okay, go ahead. That's what that awkward, awkward pause was. That's fine. Don't perceive me. Currently, the hotel has 119 rooms, meeting spaces, and a grand ballroom, all covering about 9,000 square feet. And the ballroom was built in 1814 and can accommodate 300 people. Wait, how big is the ballroom? 9,000? No, no, the whole place is 9,000. Oh, I thought you even said the ballroom was just 9,000. I was like, damn. No, 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 I did say it kind of funny, but yeah. They're holding some some balls in there, if you know what I mean. (laughs) So recently, as I've been scrolling through my Facebook, this is going to be gross for everybody. I so I'm so sorry. I've been scrolling through my Facebook and I've been getting advertisements for like boxers, like do men's boxers, and I'm like, I don't have those bits. Why? But also, <laughs> it's for a ball hammock inside the boxers. So here we are. What? I I don't understand, but here we are. <laughs> this is where you led me. Okay, I'm so glad that I, I led your AD. I was going with the ACDC. Um, I like the, big balls. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, is that ACDC? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Did I say it? Okay. Woo, I'm, I I was about I'm to get. sure it is. I could be wrong, but. Okay. I'm pretty sure it is. I've, we've got the biggest. My balls are always bouncing from yeah. the left and to the right. Yeah, I think so. I think it's them. And everybody comes and comes. Okay, anyways. Did I go ahead? Yeah, ballroom. <laughs> ballroom. That's what we're talking about. Ballroom. Ballroom. Yep. Okay. ballroom. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Do you have ballroom? Okay, we're done. No, no, I don't have a hammock either. (laughs) 
Okay. So <clears throat> this is where it's going to it's going to get a little sober. I'm so sorry. Like most okay. of the buildings in Gettysburg, it was a hospital during the war. So now we're getting into some of the ghosty ghosts. So the first oh. one, yeah. And the is the most commonly seen ghost in the hotel. Her name is Rachel and she was a nurse during the Civil War. I don't like it when they're named. I really don't. Yeah. Mhm. Yep. She's named and like is still in uniform. Like Oh, yeah, I don't like it. So she will wander down the hallways, like looking into rooms, like checking to see if there's somebody that needs her help, right? She'll also be seen sprinting down the staircase. Like as you're going up the stairs, she'll like run down the stairs, almost like she's trying to get somewhere to help somebody. Some people, when they're in their rooms, will hear and then see their dresser drawers get pulled out. And then it sounds like somebody's rummaging around in the drawers and they'll either see her standing there rummaging through their shit or they'll just see the drawers open. Ugh. I don't like that. No, don't touch my shit. Also, she will sometimes go through people's luggage bags. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, but she does. Then she will also sometimes be seen... Like, going around different parts of the hotel, like, pushing a medical cart. So, she's just, she's all over that place. She's just doing her fucking job. That's what she's doing. She's working hard. Okay. Another two apparitions that are commonly seen in this hotel are in the ballroom. It's a man and a woman. The, The man is in a soldier's uniform, and they are seen holding hands and dancing. And like spin dancing all around the ballroom. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, that one's a little. That one's kind of nice. This one's not so nice. Uh, uh. The, it's a the spirit of a Union soldier who, it's assumed he died from his wounds in the hospital, the hotel. So he's seen like wandering aimlessly just uh. around the hallways, which is kind of sad. That's sad. Yeah, I don't like that one very much. I couldn't get any like really good personal experiences. I just had to find some little bits and pieces mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so the next one is called the next location we're going to because that's all that i found on the hotel is going to the daniel's lady farm what yeah the daniel's lady farm like daniel the- lady was a dude his name is daniel lady uh-huh the l-a-d-y yes the lady family oh yeah isn't that weird oh yeah, I, okay. Yeah, I it, it took me, me... No, it's fine. It took me a minute to figure it out, too. I thought that was really strange. Okay, cool. So, the history of this farm is that it was built in the 1820s. Uh, Daniel Lady and his wife raised their seven children here. Seven is a lot of children. It's a that's lot more than too, one. That's, that's seven too many. Jesus. Yeah, that's wowzers. Woo! So by the time the war broke out in 1863, the Lady family was forced to evacuate their homestead because it was going to be the site of some battles. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, why? Oh, because we're still in Gettysburg. Uh All right. So the family farm served as a Confederate field hospital during the Battle of Gettysburg Mm -hmm. and likely saw the most death and treatment out of any other makeshift hospital in the area. Ooh. Yeah. It's, it's not great. So we're kind of going to go into a little bit of the history of why, why, like, tactically why this place was important and, like, leading up to its use. So mm-hmm. the Confederates needed to take a place called Clups Hill for a strategic advantage. So they ended up bringing 5,000 men to this battle, which 
the Union soldiers only had about 1,400 troops across that line. So mm. the Confederates brought 5,000 were like, we're going to break their line. That's what we're going to do. Ooh. So if the South had ever had a, an opportunity to change the tide of this fight and possibly the war, it was going to be this. Mm-hmm. After over one million rounds of ammunition had been fired that day. What the f- like by both sides? Yes, combined. One million. One million. Damn, that's a lot of missed shots. Well, or they didn't all miss. Or that too. Oh, God. Oh, God. So there was so much gunfire smoke that the men who, who survived wrote about how they literally could not see their hand in front of their face. Like it was just completely could not see anything after a point i feel like you should just stop shooting because you're just you're just shooting at nothing like what's the point you can't see anything jeez yeah so amazingly even though they had less forces the union pressed forward and forced the confederates back to the farm so even though there were more soldiers on the confederate side they fucked up and were sent packing that's that's crazy they were they were wildly outnumbered Uh uh-huh that Damn. was the only time in the entirety of Gettysburg that they had that kind of an advantage, and they wasted it. So, here we go. How? I don't understand. I How don't did 5,000 men not take on 1,400? I don't know. Oof. It's Oof. Bad. Okay. Did, did they have the higher ground or something? They did, yes, but uh, okay. even then, 5,000 people should should be able to. Anywho. Yeah. Okay. Anywho. So after the three-day battle of Gettysburg, when the Confederate army retreated from Pennsylvania, they had to leave the seriously wounded Confederate soldiers in the farmhouse turned hospital. They couldn't take them with them, or they didn't take them with them. Mm. So inside the house, the farmhouse, the furniture had been used, some of it was used for like comforting people uh, or just comfortable seating. Others had been broken down to be used as cook fires or in hospital usages. Interior doors were removed and used as stretchers or makeshift operating tables. And to this day, you can still see dried blood stains on the walls and floors. Yeah, that never goes away. Yeah, that's very bad. So in the barn, like the, the, the officers were the ones that were treated inside the farmhouse the just regular soldiers were treated in the barn. So, inside the barn on the property, Confederate soldiers actually carved their initials, like, on the door jams. There's even a fragment of a Union cannonball that's lodged in one of the floor joists there. That is wild. Yeah. And this is all stuff you can still see. So today, the farm offers tours, camping for reenactors, because that's a thing that people do. Uh, <laughs> That's my favorite. (laughs) Living history, demonstrations, and educational workshops. So for the spooky parts, in the more recent years, there's actually been forensic teams that have scoured the lands with cadaver dogs, and they've been able to locate unmarked graves of soldiers that were buried after the battle. Of course, there are constantly reports of apparitions of Confederate soldiers wandering around the farmland as if they're still on patrol. Makes sense, because they were never properly buried. The upstairs of the farmhouse is one of the more haunted places on the property. Like, you can see spirits and hear stuff and knockings, footsteps, stuff like that all over the place. But Mm -hmm. the upstairs is particularly haunted by a restless soldier who was found dead after the battle by the returning lady family. So when the, the family came back to their house, they, you know, went through the house and were like, oh, no, all of our shit's broken. Went upstairs and were like, oh, a dead guy. 
Oh, so they just accidentally left one guy yeah. in the second floor. Yep. And didn't bury him. Correct. So the lady Usu- family found him. Usually you do like a sweep, you know, like a, like a last call, kind of yeah. like a, let me go check one more time, make sure you got all the bodies, like, whoops. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. So here we are. That was, that was good. So his spirit can still be seen anywhere in the upstairs, like full body apparition, whole nine yards. You can, when you're downstairs, hear booted footsteps walking around upstairs in the room where he was found. Um, that's pretty common. I don't really like that. That makes me a little sad. Oh, got the yep. whole Jill. There, there they are. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was waiting. So that's it for the da- the lady farm. Mm-hmm. Ladies farm. Ladies farm? Lady farm? Whoever. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever, whatever. The next one is really sad. Uh, it is the, the Jenny Wade house. Have you ever heard of the Jenny Wade house? No, I don't think so. Okay. You probably watched this episode of Ghost Adventures with me. So if what I start saying reminds you of it, like, tell me. Okay. So historically, this house is the site of the only known civilian casualty of the Battle of Gettysburg. Yes. It's a stray bullet, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Oh, this one is awful. This it's one makes sad, me yes. so sad. Okay. So it's a two-story duplex done in the 1800s style with an attic and a cellar. It had a wall separating the front or, or the two properties, basically, like one wall that went just straight down. So Jenny Wade was a 20-year-old seamstress living in Gettysburg. Her sister had given birth a few days prior to the fighting, and Jenny came to stay with her sister to help care for the baby and to stay away from the fighting, which was considered to be on, like, the, the side where her house was was like the bad side that was probably where they were going to get killed if they were gonna be not the side where her sister lived that was the safe side Mm -hmm. so both jenny and her so both jenny's partner and her sister's husband had joined the union forces for the civil war so they were both gone and fighting that's why jenny went over to help her sister because her sister's husband was gone Mm -hmm. so during the first day of the battle normal awful things that happen during firefights um constant sound of bullets hitting the, the outside of the house there was even a cannonball that landed in the attic of the house oh jesus didn't explode so that's a plus that's cool Ew. by the morning of july 2nd jenny was downstairs they had all kind of gotten used to the sounds of the gunfire and like the screams the yells Got quote unquote gotten used to. Quote unquote, you, you just used to that. You just got numb to that. Okay. She was downstairs making bread for the entire family when a stray bullet came through two separate doors and hit her in the back, piercing her heart, killing her. Oh God. Two doors. It had to go through two doors. Ugh. That that's just that's awful. Oh, I hate that story so much. So her family wrapped her body in a quilt and carried her to the basement and. They left her there until the fighting ended. Out of respect, Union soldiers actually helped carry her down and stayed with her throughout the rest of the time until she was buried. So I thought that was kind of, that was nice. That's nice. She was actually buried in the front yard for six months before her family decided to move her to a proper cemetery. And then she was relocated one more time to a National Historical Cemetery. Because of the stray bullet? uh, Because she was the only known casualty like civilian casualty that's right that's right okay 
So today, that house is a museum, and you can actually still see the bullet hole, like the the two holes in the doors from the bullet that killed her. Um, they're still there. So wait, was it there? Hmm? Oh nope, you're going to the hauntings. Never mind, I'm yeah. getting ahead of myself. Yeah, I was about to say we're we're going into the hauntings. So the first spirit is of course Jenny. Um, it's speculated that she's either hanging around due to the violent and unexpected way that she died, or it's because her body was moved so many times. We're not really sure, but those are some speculations. So Jenny will speak through spirit boxes, asking about her beloved Jack, which was her boyfriend, lover, whatever, that went off to war. Uh, Jack was taken prisoner and actually died from his wounds in Winchester. Ah. Jenny never knew that. Because she died before she found out. And the man that was actually co- like coming to tell her that was a Confederate soldier, but he was a friend of theirs. He was a mutual friend of her, Jack, and then this guy. He was on his way up to tell her, and he died in the Battle of Gettysburg the day before she died. This is just a string of unfortunate fucked up events. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez. So that makes me really sad. Yeah. Um, Don't cry. So whenever Jenny's spirit's around, visitors will smell baked bread or they'll smell her favorite rose-scented perfume, which is kind of sweet, kind of sad. That's nice. There was, during the Ghost Adventures episode, I didn't write this in my notes, but it's just, I remembered. um, They have, like, they're talking to a woman on the spirit box and she, the, the, the spirit that they're talking to alludes that she had a secret for Jack that she was going to tell him. And Zach just all of a sudden is like, <gasps> were you pregnant? And the spirit goes, yes. And I haven't found that like anywhere else. I've just seen it in the episode. But like, man, I wonder. Yeah, I don't know if that was because I was going to bring that up. It's mm-hmm. like she could have possibly also been pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Whoops. I don't know. Because that's that's a that's a bagel bites thing. Because also uh, we just don't know. TV. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. But here we are. So the other spirits that are inside the Jenny Wade house are children's spirits. Why? They're supposedly from the orphanage that's across the street. Oh. So Jenny and her sister would let the children come and play in their yard for respite against the harsh conditions that they endured in the orphanage. So it was like, a, hey, you know, life's hard. It's okay. You can come hang out with us. We can't adopt you because we can't feed you, but like, it's fine. <laughs> can't feed you little shits. Ah, you're expensive. <laughs> It is what it is. I mean, yeah. So the the children's spirits will yell a friendly, hey. Uh, you can just hear it. You don't even have to no. have like an EVP or a spirit box. Just, hey. I don't no. Like Why does that make me so upset? <laughs> I don't know. It makes me upset too. Jesus. <laughs> so if they take a liking to any one particular person, they will grab onto the person's ankle in an affectionate way. And that was listed on the website in an affectionate <laughs> way. I don't know what an affectionate ankle grab is like. I don't like that. Uh, don't touch my ankles. Don't touch my ankies. <laughs> I don't like it. So they'll grab onto your ankles and then we'll like follow you around during the tour, like holding your ankle. Oh, what? It's it's kind of like it's kind of like when the kids like face you and they put like their feet on your feet. Or, like, they face away yeah. from you, and they put, like, their feet on your feet, and you, like, you walk with them oh, on your okay. feet. That's fair. I hadn't really considered that. That makes a little more so, sense. I don't know. That's, that's so just That's just went through my head. That's like, fine. oh, they're just trying to climb onto you and cling to life. I mean, that's pretty cute, but also sad. Oh, God. Woo! Yeah. 
other guests, instead of having their ankles grabbed, will have their hands held, like, all throughout the tour, which that one I can get behind. Like, hold my hand, dude. Don't don't grab my ankle. Don't, hands up here. <sighs> so on the second floor of the house, there is, like, this set of chains, like, roping off the antique furniture so, like, guests don't touch the furniture or sit on it or whatever and, like, break it. So the children can be seen swinging on the chains. <laughs> <laughs> like just having a good old time like Whoa, let's go <laughs> okay that's fair they'll also oh. get underneath the bed and move the bed skirts that one i don't oh. like well, asshole children even that one's in not good. oh no. my god they'll on the first floor there's uh this big room that has this pretty rug on the floor when people are standing in that room there's not really anything else for the kids to play with so they'll like play with your jewelry so if you have like a like a bracelet on they'll like play with it or your earrings they'll like knock on them or if you don't have any jewelry they'll tug on your coat or like on Mm. the side of your pants just to amuse themselves there are two unknown spirits in the jenny wade house unknown male spirits that refuse to identify themselves so the first one is a guy that haunts the upstairs area of the house like the second floor he smokes cigars, and you can smell the cigar smoke. Sometimes you can see, like, if you take pictures, you can see what looks like cigar smoke. Oh, that's I crazy. I don't like, like that. Like, like the trail? Like yes. The... Yeah. Like, oh, like my the God. Smoke trail? I don't like it. So he will, for fun, dump his ashes on visitors. His cigarette, his, his cigar what ashes. A, what, a f- what an asshole. Seriously. That guy's a dick. What a Very dick. Rude. Very rude. This one is the last unknown spirit, or the last spirit here, is an unknown spirit that is assumed to be possibly his, like, Jenny's dad, maybe? He only shows up in the cellar, like, in the little basement area. He's been known to growl at visitors, sometimes pinching them if he really doesn't like them. This also... Zachary Bagel Bites butt. (laughs) Yes, this also goes back to a Zach Bagans episode where he was getting on the table where Jenny Wade's body was um, because he was trying to antagonize the ghost, right? So he's up on there like yelling and trying to antagonize the ghost and something pinches his butt real hard. He like yelped and jumped. Yes. I I think what he called it is something just grabbed my ass, dude. Something just grabbed my ass. (laughs) And, of course, Nick and Aaron are, like, cracking up. Because, I mean, that's pretty funny. But here we are. That's also not in my notes, but go watch the episode. It's great. It's great. You should watch it. It's actually really good. Real good episode. So this last place is the opposite of a real good episode. It is is probably one of the saddest places I can think of. Uh, It's an orphanage. So the, the orphanage that's across the street from the Jenny Wade house. It, there's also a picture of it with, like, children in my notes, which is kind of weird. Um, so this orphanage was originally known as the National Homestead at Gettysburg. Like many other buildings across the country, it was built to house thousands of children who were orphaned during the Civil War. It was built with good intentions and a promising start. But all that changed when the older headmistress was replaced with a newer woman named Rosa J. Carmichael. So Car- she already sounds like a bitch. Yeah, right. So Carmichael instilled horrific punishments for the children at the orphanage. She would treat them like absolute dirt. She was very like like overly authoritarian, not like in the healthy way. Uh, She went so far as to utilize the basement as a dungeon. 
for the particularly quote-unquote unruly children she would she had like this one particular little spot in the dungeon what she called the dungeon that was called the pit and the pit was a small bricked in area where she would throw the kids in and be like you have been particularly terrible you're going in the pit put them in the pit you can't put children in a pit right you can't do that she had you can't it it just gets worse it just gets worse she had shackles like child size shackles on the walls in the basement so she would like put kids in the basement that were bad she would put kids that were really bad shackled she would put the worst kids in the pit i hope this woman is rotting in hell or in a really bad place whatever you believe in something something terrible has happened to her so with all that it's not really a supply a surprise that this place is like haunted as shit um, because not only was awful things happening to these kids, but also it was the site of a lot of other people dying in Gettysburg. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So some visitors and even tour guides will hear the chains rattling and clanking on the basement walls. So, like, as soon as you open the door to the basement, you can hear the chains. That's disgusting. Um, I don't like it. And there's no breeze or anything down there, so it shouldn't Uh, move them. It shouldn't move shackles, no. Yeah, that was pretty heavy. And, like, they're still on the wall, too. Like, they're still hung up. Um, I'm I'm not a fan. Other visitors have reported seeing a small, scared boy trying to hide from them in the dark corners of the basement. Uh, When they try to approach him or take a picture of him, he will disappear, which is fair. Uh, Also in the basement, there is... Like this little, there's like a table with an assortment of toys laid out across it for the children uh, being left by the current owners of the property, as well as visitors. So tour guides will, like they've, they've actually said, you know, when we came down here, that wasn't over there. Like the toys will move around in between tours. Oh. So that's kind of gross, oh. cool. gross, cool, and scary all at once. Yep. So when taking photos in the orphanage... In particular, in the basement, people will get pictures of orbs. They'll get visual effects that they describe as curly, smoky ectoplasm. Or they will see shadow figures. Whoa, 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 let's back up to this curly, smoky ectoplasm. Do you have a picture? I don't. I actually searched for a solid 45 minutes trying to find a picture. Um, I found Damn. some really good orb pictures or like smoke pictures in the Jenny Wade house, but I mm-hmm. didn't get any from down here, which makes me upset. That's upsetting. Right. Don't claim it if you don't have it. Exactly. And like that's stuff that like the tour guides will tell people is like, hey, you know, if you take photos, this is probably what's going to happen. It's fine. Totally normal. <laughs> One group in particular, this one's on the website, found a... Like, they took a picture, a couple of pictures of themselves or, like, their friends, right? Like, a set of, like, three or four people um, taking pictures of everybody else, right? In the basement, in the orphanage. So, when they later reviewed the photos, they saw the figure of, like, this young boy standing in between two of them. And he obviously wasn't there downstairs. He he obviously wasn't just there. (laughs) The tour guides will also tell you... Um, a time where someone has captured an EVB, EVP of a little girl's voice inside the pit saying, I'm sorry. Oh, that one makes me upset. Fucking jeez. Mm-hmm. Giggling and laughing can be heard all throughout the house. Some people also note that there's like tugs on their clothing at like child height. Um, so like they're pulling on your sleeve or like your pant leg or whatever. 
<sighs> so regardless of if anybody has a paranormal experience, like they see something, they hear something, every single person that goes into the orphanage will feel an overwhelming sense of hopelessness and sadness. And it doesn't matter where they're at, it gets worse going down in the basement, but it's everywhere, the whole place. And that's, <sighs> yeah, that's the end of the spookinings, but I do have a really fun Zach Bakel Bites thing. So obviously they did an episode on Gettysburg. Um, this orphanage, they spent like the night in the basement and, and like, I think Zach hung out in the pit, right? Oh, um, Jesus. Right. So after, I'm not going to spoil the episode in its entirety for you, but Bagel Bites was doing his thing. And the next morning afterward, because this was back when they still did like the chain and lock lockdown. Um, the next morning he was like, so this has been added to our top 10 list of most haunted places in the United States. And it's still there like this particular location. Mm-hmm. And when you go down into the basement, it, it has a thing that, like a little placard that says uh, Rosa Carmichael's dungeon. And then underneath it, it has a picture of the Ghost Adventure crew, <laughs> uh. <laughs> which I think is silly, but I like. So Wait, is that the one where the pit was like the hole in the wall? And yes. then when he crawled in, he was like, if there's a snake, mm-hmm. I'm going to scream. Oh, okay. No. No? Maybe not. Maybe because it wasn't it wasn't a hole in the wall. It's more like just a, a little uh-huh. recess, like a bricked recess, is what it looks like. Okay, maybe I'm just imagining it wrong. That's okay. We'll watch the episode sometimes because it's it's really good. It's They're really all good great. Episode. Oh my god. Yeah. So and that's that's Gettysburg in its entirety. Took took a lot. I don't know. I don't know what I imagined Getty, Gettysburg to be, but it was not that. Yeah. I thought maybe a building in a massive field. Oh no! Not no. No, not no, no. several. Several, oh. several, several places that are wildly haunted. That's not even all of them. That's just like the really good ones. What? Yeah, there were five or six other places that I considered putting in my notes, but I also didn't want to have to do a part three or make them like 45 minutes a piece. So, damn. Here we are. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So, here some, we are. some good stuff. Here we are. Here, here's what we do. It is where we are at. Yes. Wild. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm so glad I got to learn about Gettysburg because I was like, I know it. I took history. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are. (laughs) We've all heard the name of Gettysburg, but does anybody, like, know things? Does, do you, I mean, do you even know? Do you even know, Like, do you even, do do you even even know Gettysburg before it was even popular? Like, bruh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So anyways, uh, if you want to check us out, see what we're up to, see what we're doing, you can definitely see our website at www.hauntherbarelyknowher.com, and you can absolutely check us out on our social, social medias. medias. My brain just shit out again. You're doing great. Because so I, I was like, really, you should be checking us out on our social medias, because we're more on there than on the website. We That's just update true. our uh, story list. Well, yeah. Blake updates our story list, because Thanks, he's, a sweet, he's a sweet boy. Um, so if you actually want to see what we're up to... Yeah. Or what we ske- or what we scheduled the night before, because usually that's what we do now. <laughs> um, you could you could see us on Instagram or Twitter at h h i b k h. If you're on Instagram, you're gonna get Katie. Hey, you didn't finish that. Yeah, I did you? Didn't, no, you just <gasps> said h h i b. You need to go the fuck to sleep. You need to go to bed. I didn't go to bed till three this morning. Sorry. All right. Try again. H-H-I-B-K-H podcast. Yay. I can't believe I left that out. Lord. There you go. Here we are. Well, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Sometimes Zoe's not on Twitter and she leaves me with 20 notifications on my phone. It drives me nuts. No, every time I open up Twitter, it's at least 20 notifications. 
Yeah, answer them. I do my best. I my know. best. You, you're always doing your best. It's all right. <laughs> okay, so do we have any announcements? I don't think we have any announcements. We already no. announced the P.O. Box and the YouTube last Yeah, thing. we can, Kay. once again, YouTube, same thing, HHRBKH podcast, I think. No. Uh, no, it's just Hunter. I barely know her. No, you actually don't. I mean, it's Haunt Her, I barely know her, but we don't get, like, a, a special URL, which oh. is really dumb. Whatever. Yeah. That's silly. It, YouTube's wild. It, YouTube's weird. I have also no idea how to promote YouTube, so I'm just like, it's there. I don't <laughs> look know. at it. It's it's a thing. I just, I don't know. That's fair. Huh. We've merged. I was told to put it there. Hmm? We've merged. Oh, we my God. About we about that, though. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm ordering some leggings tomorrow. Ooh! I'm going to get some t-shirts. I gave you the account log on. You can order you can order it at cost and then Correct. we can show off in it. I'm really excited. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna put on the leggings and go for a run in the morning Do and just it. be like free advertisement. Woo. Look at my butt. It has advertisement there on my go. butt. Beautiful. Awkward. Okay. All right. So <laughs> until next time. Haunt her. I barely know her. Or her weird friend Clarence. What? Clarence. <laughs>